On this week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast, we're going to talk about a very specific tactic that I use before each and every holiday. My name is Paul Castain from Castain Training Systems, and I'm the author of the YourSalesPlaybook.com blog and your host for the Sales Playbook Podcast. I've personally trained over 50,000 sales reps, sales leaders, and business owners to sell more. So get your playbooks ready, because school is now in session. This week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast is brought to you by our virtual sales camp download. I'm going to be talking all about it at the end of the podcast, but if you'd like to have a little look-see right now, please feel free to visit YourSalesPlaybook.com slash SalesCamp22. All right, so today, this is going to be short and sweet. It's... uh. It's Friday, May 27th. I know it's a big holiday weekend here in the U.S. And that's what I really wanted to talk to you about. There is a very specific tactic that I use before each and every holiday. Now, before we get into that, I just want to give you just a little quick side note. It's not what this podcast is, um, this episode is about today, but I feel it's relevant. You know, it's funny, before I decided or as I was deciding to do a podcast today I was thinking well you know I kind of already did an episode this week and I did a lot of other things and I was thinking well that's all the more reason why I wanted to do a podcast today because my philosophy when it comes to holiday weekends holiday weeks you know the 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 holiday season is to do the opposite of what my competitors are doing and do the opposite of what everyone else is doing. There is this thing that people do, and I despise it. I got to be honest with you. I'm dead serious right now. They they tag so much slacking off time onto a holiday weekend. For example, you have Memorial Day here in the U.S. It's, it's a three-day weekend, and yet people will milk you know, seven to 10 days out of that. I'm not kidding you. And and how do they do that? Well, you know, the week before a holiday, you know, people really aren't, you know, really into, into getting a sales call, right? So I'm not going to prospect. I'm not going to do much or whatever. And even if you disagree with that, tell me that you're not winding that shit down on Thursday and Friday before the holiday weekend, right? Now, then you have the next week, right? The week of the holiday. You have Monday here where, we're, you know, most of us are off here in the U.S. Well, obviously, you're not working that Monday. And, you know, on Tuesday when you come back, you can't, you can't go and immediately start hounding people. And you know what? This week will be a good, you know, admin week. I'm going to get caught up and update my CRM and all that. And that's how people come and eat your lunch. Seriously. Multiply that shit by how many holidays do we have? How many three-day weekends do we have? The entire holiday season, by the way, which is kind of like a 30-day slack fest, you're losing a big chunk of your year. So my reason for doing this today is because I'm, I'm not slowing down. Everybody else is slowing down. I'm ramping up. And yes, I'm, I'm human and I want to hang out with my family. But you see, I have a three-day weekend for that. I don't need a four-day weekend. But my last point is this before we actually get into the topic is, look, 
there is nothing wrong with having a four-day weekend or a five-day weekend or hell if you want to just like take two weeks off or whatever it is but make a damn decision decide are you working or not because if you're not working working then enjoy that time guilt-free you should you should be recharging but those of you who you know you've decided you're going to quote unquote work but you really all you're doing is a bunch of administrative things and you're kind of dicking around and and not getting anything done you're really hurting yourself when you multiply how many times a year that happens so now i'm going to step down off the soapbox I'm going to get into a very simple tactic that I do during every type of holiday period, right? I do it at Christmas. I just did it today, by the way, Friday, May 27th, within the last hour, as a matter of fact. So this is like hot off the press. Are you ready? It's going to sound so simple, but wait till you really hear the benefit of it. You ready for this? Send emails today, right? Send emails during these holiday type of um, weekends and weeks and all that. So here in the U.S., today is a great day for it. You could also get away with doing it a little bit on Tuesday morning, but more today. Today's a big slack day, right, where people are going to be taking the day off, may as well turn it into a four-day weekend or whatever. So here's why. You might be thinking, but Paul, nobody's in the office. Well, first of all, bullshit. People are in the office, but... Let's go ahead with your theory that people aren't in the office. What happens when people aren't in the office, right? You get a little something, something called an out of office uh, reply, right? So what you do and, and the reason why that's good, you might be thinking still, okay, so nobody read your message. Well, first of all, I don't believe that nobody read your message, but because most of us check our emails, but the, the whole point of that out of office uh, response is that it can provide you with a lot of incredible gems of information, okay? So first of all, what it could do is in that out of office reply, there might be an email signature there that gives you a direct line that you didn't have before. So that right there can solve a mystery. The other thing that it does, and I'm telling you, I think it actually does this more than the other thing. Today, just for shits and giggles, I went into, I mean, first of all, I send out this email blast. I'm going to say it was, uh, I don't know, like 9.30 Eastern time here in uh you know, uh, when I sent this out this morning and within five minutes I had, I I can't even tell you how many of these out of office replies, right? So what happened was the bulk of them, I'm going to say probably 85% of them said something along the lines of in my absence, or if this is urgent, contact this person so now you have another contact what you can do with that other contact you get a name and you've got a direct line what you can do is you can go on over to linkedin look that person up and here's something incredible that happens many times this is a person who is a stakeholder even 
you know, more times we find that it is the actual decision maker, not an assistant or not that you'd be contacting assistants, but you know what I mean? Somebody higher up on the food chain. So you're able to get that and a direct line. Man, that's incredible. In kind of rare instances, I would say, but it still happens. Sometimes you, people actually, um, in their out-of-office reply, they will put something along the lines of, you know, um, I'm going to be out of the office, um, you know, taking a... Like, sometimes it's... I, I swear to you, it's actually specific, where they're telling you, yeah, I'm going to a family reunion for the next two weeks. Hey, all right. Some may say TMI, but why not leverage that the next time you call them? But here's the last thing that that email accomplishes. The main thing here and your main takeaway is that you can many times get those nuggets of information. You could get in their email, uh, their auto signature that's attached to that. You may get a direct line that you didn't have before. What you can also get many times is you can get, um, you know, in my absence or an emergency contact Jane Jones and their direct line. And you might have at the very least a stakeholder You might actually have somebody who's a lot more receptive and maybe they can become a champion for you. But last but not least, many times you have a higher level decision maker, right? I mean, is sometimes, you know, the boss goes in and, you know, tends the shop when the employees are out, right? So that might be an even better thing. But here's the last thing. The last thing is this, is that, and and I made the point earlier, you have to do the direct opposite of what other people are doing if you ever want to stand out. And there's a lot to that. Maybe we should have a podcast episode on, you know, doing all the things your competitors aren't doing in order to stand out. This is one one of many things. Remember, right now, people have mentally checked out. That doesn't mean you have to. This is an opportunity because there's less noise for you to stand out. And you know what? What if you don't get an out-of-office response? Well, then, you know what? There's a good chance they might be there today. So maybe that could be a way you could feel it out and then follow it up with a call later on. But anyway, that's all I have for you. Hey, look, one last thing before uh, you go. I know that the day before a holiday weekend can be just kind of, yeah, what do I do? You know, people aren't there. You believe, And I disagree with that. People are there, but whatever, right? Again, I promised I'd get down off the soapbox. But if you want something to do today that would be productive, and, and only if you've written off prospecting would I recommend this, I would highly recommend that you uh, download our sales camp program, right? This virtual sales camp program that we have. And there are a few topics that we tackle. And the first one is how to stand out and set more appointments. Well, today we were kind of talking about that a little bit, right? We're going to talk about how to expedite your deals and how to maximize account potential. And just to let you know, there are four sessions of this. You go at your own pace because it's all pre-recorded. But two of the four topics 
I've dedicated to helping you stand out and get in front of more deals and even creating a really effective prospecting cadence. And there's a lot of really cool extras that I've included here, like email templates, subject lines, bonus PDFs, pre-written stay-in-touch cadences. If you'd like to learn more and you're thinking, you know what, maybe I'll download this. And while my competitors slack, I'll start training today. So next week, I can hit the ground running with some, with some cool new shit. Uh, feel free to visit yoursalesplaybook.com slash salescamp22, all one word, all lowercase letters, yoursalesplaybook.com slash salescamp22. With that, I'm Paul Castain from yoursalesplaybook.com. I am wishing you an incredible holiday weekend, an incredible week ahead. Go get them. The Sales Playbook Podcast is a Castane Training Systems production. Subscribe to our email newsletter by visiting yoursalesplaybook.com slash subscribe.